My name is John Telger. I'm the head of research at Channel Dynamics. I really appreciate your business and want to thank you for being a customer. One of the biggest um, areas of pushback we get on our research is that the reports are dense. We're putting out um, more coverage and you know our port reports will continue to be lengthy. So we wanted to introduce audio as a way um, you know, to make our content easier for certain clients to consume. We're gonna be putting out more frequent newsletters highlighting interesting themes and points across our research. Each of these newsletters will include an audio file like this, if that's preferable to you. We're also going to be rolling out thematic podcasts. So there's a tab in our portal. Uh, all current subscribers will have access to these for free. The podcast will feature some of our best experts um, and private company operators talking about uh, themes or competitive dynamics that are in focus across our research and where our clients seem to be the most interested. So if you have ideas for these, please let us know. Um, and we hope this uh, will add more value to the Channel Dynamics products to you and your team. Now getting into some of the research, over the past few weeks we've conducted calls across consumer, media, and industrial sectors. Our biggest takeaways from mid-Q checks is it, it does feel like consumer-directed uh, markets are softening a bit as a result of normalizing consumer demand. Retailers are still seeing year-over-year -year sales growth on account of higher product prices and carryover demand from 2021, but it feels like front-end sales and written orders are moderating relative to not only Q4, but expectations going into the year. We're definitely seeing this in used autos, RVs, appliances, and the demand is normalizing at a time when production is starting to expand as, as labor markets ease and manufacturers get a handle on supply chains. So easing product supply definitely appears to be causing some pressure on dealer profitability metrics where things had been so elevated and pretty much at historical levels for some of these retail businesses. Lending conditions aren't a concern um, right now. It doesn't feel like lenders are tightening up, particularly in markets like automotive, where dealers will still say this is one of the most aggressive lending environments they've ever seen. Rising rates do appear to be a concern, particularly for high ticket items like cars, pools, RVs that are financed. Uh, you know, the, the product prices are obviously much higher compared to pre-pandemic levels and then rising rates um, increase monthly payments for consumers. So that's going to create some affordability headwinds. Consumers have less money to spend just as a result of fuel inflation and food inflation and inflation, you know, pretty much across the board. Um, it's eating into their discretionary income. You've already seen some mixed headwinds in areas like you know, used cars where you're seeing pressure on SUV and truck sales. These are the, you know, most profitable items for these dealers. Weaker consumer sentiment and some of the softer retail sales are also showing up in our ad checks. Uh, we speak with a lot of big agencies and media buyers, and they've seen further deceleration in direct response ad spend. Uh, so these would be brands um, that are looking for an ROI, um, D2, D2C brands, uh, retailers, uh, you know, any type of company that is, you know, heavily reliant on paid social for lead generation. They've seen customer acquisition costs 
go higher and they're seeing weaker conversion on their spend. There's obviously significant headwinds from IDFA and some of the changes made by Apple last year. And it seems like that's not getting any better. Um, overall, the momentum continued to fall um, from Q4. We're also hearing that you know the Ukraine conflict is giving uh, brands a little more unease on their outlooks. So they're cutting budgets. We've seen things pushed out into Q2. There's more brand safety concerns. So you've seen you know the direct response um, spending slow down, and you've also seen the brand campaigns pull back. This is something you know that we're going to be focused on um, in April. It doesn't feel like there's any reason it would reverse near term. Uh, connected TV and gaming have still been the outperformers. There's a lot of brands looking for new ways. Um, to market and reach customers, uh, brands that have been very reliant on paid social in particular, namely Facebook, are re-strategizing how they can be effective in bringing on new customers at reasonable costs. Industrial markets feel healthier for the most part. Short cycle demand indicators have been positive with markets like electrical distro, LED lighting, rental equipment, and aggregates seeing some of the best momentum early in the year. Commercial construction markets seem to be accelerating. Multifamily is really hot. There's a lot of rehab activity going on. Uh, new construction pipelines that started improving last year are starting to break ground. Uh, we haven't really seen many cancellations or push out at this point because of inflation. Uh, and there certainly seems to be some activity that's being pulled forward as a result of um, end users having concern around additional inflation and um, availability. So um, that was something that we'll be watching. But overall, there seems to be momentum, particularly in key end markets like energy and petrochemicals. Uh, we're even hearing that the aerospace markets are recovering. The exception is really automotive, where Q1 volumes have underwhelmed um, for large, large suppliers. This is an area where they're still having issues with chip shortages. Um, you know, dealers are still extremely tight on new car inventories. It doesn't feel like it's getting any better near term, um, but we'll be watching this closely. And then um, you're seeing like some some markets. There's early signs that the uh, restocking cycle is losing some steam. So this is something that we'll be, you know, paying a lot of attention to. Uh, there's certainly um, material checks have been really dynamic. The Ukraine conflict and a surge in energy costs have led to incremental you know, price inflation across the board over the last few weeks. There had been some softness in markets like steel and polymers late, late last year um, and, you know, really throughout January and February, but that all reversed track pretty quickly. Even as the spot prices were coming down, if you're an OE like Whirlpool or Deer, you're still seeing um, your, some of your contract um, pricing reset at higher levels. Uh, some of those contract prices were fixed and set, you know, a year prior um, and the spot market had run considerably since then. So there was still inflation in the business and then any weakness in spot markets pretty much reversed. Ukraine and Russia were large producers of raw materials like pig iron, nickel, ilmenite. Um, this has had meaningful inflationary cost pressures, um, you know, and dr drove the price of carbon steel, stainless steel, and titanium dioxide up pretty significantly. 
Um, it's, you know, to be determined, uh, how that will look in the medium term. Uh, it feels like supply demand dy dynamics and markets like steel don't necessarily support the run up, but, um, certain markets like chemicals feel, you know, tighter overall, just because there there's more complex formulas and just one critical input in a big basket of inputs could keep the market tight. Um, even if, you know, producers have plenty of volume of their, their biggest, uh, volume raw materials. Another thing that stands out is that European producers are at a meaningful disadvantage. They're going offline due to surging natural gas prices and energy costs. This has been most disruptive to markets like ag chemicals, TiO2, polyethylene, and caustic soda. U.S. producers like Olin Corp and Westlake seem to be at a significant advantage. They're getting um, a surge in demand from international markets. The problem is ports are still really congested, which is constraining export volumes and causing some inventories to build. Freight markets are still top of mind for all operators we're speaking to that are moving goods. Markets are congested. There's incremental inflation pretty much across all modes tied to higher fuel costs and larger than normal contract rate increases from carriers. Carriers are responding to higher labor, equipment, um, insurance costs, and they're you know set on passing through those inflationary pressures to shippers. Um, capacity appears to be easing, you know, domestically. Uh, we started to see that in February and it, it appears to have accelerated in March. So we'll be focused on that. Um, on upcoming checks, you're seeing prices come off for truckload markets, um, but a lot of that's gonna be offset by higher fuel costs. International markets remain really disrupted. Ports remain bottlenecked. Cycle times are elongated, which is artificially inflating asset utilization on the ocean containers carriers really haven't backed down during a key contract renewal period and things are settling um, even for a lot of shippers that thought they were going to be seeing relief so there doesn't appear to be um, any near-term relief in ocean import costs which have had major effects across a lot of our um, coverage where a decent portion of the market is imported goods uh, domestic manufacturers continue to be at an advantage for that reason, um, we do expect to see, you know, more relief on the truckload side as new drivers enter the market. All the bro brokers were signing up a record amount of carriers in the last few months. It seems like that's starting to come to fruition at a time when the consumer demand is softening a bit and less less goods are being moved. Uh, so this should be a really favorable dynamic for brokers like CH Robinson that have a high amount of contract exposure and just reset. Um, contracts at, at fairly favorable rates. We'll be running calls in building products, industrial distribution, and healthcare in the upcoming week. Please let us know if there's any topics that interest you. We'll be, uh, you know, looking closely at supply and demand and any signs that things are getting overbuilt. It certainly seems like there's more risk of that. We hope this audio overview was helpful. You know, we'll, we'll aim to make it better um, as we get a few reps under us. Um, and please let us know if you have any feedback. Thanks.